Hey friends, can't wait till Wednesdays to get your Modern Mamas fix? Join us on Patreon. You can choose your tier, and when you subscribe, you'll get bonus content, early access to retreat, first peeks at new swag, plus shout outs and even real-time monthly virtual hangs with us. Visit patreon.com forward slash Modern Mamas podcast to check it out and support the podcast. It truly means the world to us. We are so grateful for you and for this community. I love Mama. Welcome to the Modern Mamas Podcast. We're two modern mamas with the goal to inspire, empowerment, self-love, deep physical and spiritual nourishment, holistic health, and joy, no matter your journey, gender, or perspective. I'm Laura of Radical Roots. I'm a certified CrossFit trainer, certified nutrition consultant, and mama to Evie Wilder. And I'm Jess of Hold the Space Wellness. I'm a level one CrossFit trainer, a licensed and certified athletic trainer with a master's in kinesiology and mama to Baron Camille. Please note that while we're here to provide advice and insights, we aren't medical practitioners and always recommend that you check with a trusted provider before implementing any changes. Thanks for joining us. We're so happy you're here. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Modern Mamas podcast. It's been a hot minute since I've recorded with the guests since we started our new catch-up cadence with more Laura and Jess time. And so I, not to like, well, I'm going to toot our next guest horn, Diane, but to toot your horn a little bit, like we've had to be really selective with our guests over the last, like, over the next couple of months because we have so few spots for guest recording. So... Toot toot, Diane. Welcome. Oh, <laughs> I brought my air horn. <laughs> oh, I feel special. <laughs> well, and I, I knew after I finished my gut healing protocol with you that I had to get you on to kind of come and talk about all the things that you taught me over the last, gosh, it's been like three or four months. We finished at the end of January. Yeah. Gosh, time Ooh, has been, by. time has been flying by, but yeah. So Diane, let me, let me back up a little bit today. We're going to be talking about gut health. We're going to be talking about all the things we're talking about poop. <laughs> I'm just going <laughs> to throw that out there. <laughs> we can't so, be friends if we can't talk about poop. <laughs> this is something that you just talk about as you get older. It's normal conversation. So we're going to be talking about all that, but we're going to be, Diane is going to be sharing her host wealth of knowledge with us and a little bit about her. And she is, gosh, I've known you for a long time now through Liz Wolf, right? Yes. Through Liz, sweet Liz Wolf. She's the best. We all love her, but got introduced to you through her. And then here is a little bit about Diane before we really dive into her backstory. Cause I really want you to tell everyone like how you got to doing what you're doing and why you're so passionate about gut health and and all of it. <laughs> but here's your formal bio. So Diane is a certified nutritional therapist in TPRWP. What's RWP? A restorative wellness practitioner. Ooh, okay. We're going to, I'm going to ask we'll you more that. about that. Okay. <laughs> and she helps women heal their gut so they can balance their energy, hormones, and skin. Her approach to wellness is edutainment. I can attest to that. You're hilarious on Instagram, <laughs> educating and entertaining her community with actionable steps and information to sustainably improve their diet and lifestyle. Diane's practice is online-based, offering one-to-one nutritional therapy services to women in the United States and beyond. She's also the founder of Root Cause Reset, her signature nutritional therapy program that teaches women how to find and address the root cause of their health concerns and take charge of their health. Dang, girl, you got it going on. (laughs) Oh, thank you. I just, you know, reading your 
your bio. I don't think I've ever heard one someone so accurately describe what they do. <laughs> oh, I appreciate you. Yeah, you're just a wealth of knowledge. And again, kind of backing up a little bit, I started working with you right before the holidays hit. And yeah. part of my 2020 was really healing myself in a lot of in many different ways. So there was many different things that I did with food testing and hormone testing and getting back into movement and sleep and all of these things. And the, you know, I had done a lot of those things prior to working with you and I still felt like things had improved, but there were still issues, particularly with my digestive system, some skin issues that I've had for a long time that just were so persistent and Mm -hmm. weren't going away with like me trying to kind of bootstrap everything together. And finally, it was one of those things I was just like, I really need help. I need someone to like guide me through this. And of course you were the first person that kind of popped into mind because this is your jam. Gut health is your jam. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I know you work with a lot of women who are kind of similar to me who have this, you know, kind of, I hate the word hustle. I kind of Mm -hmm. just despise it, but like that, you know, go, go, go mentality, that drive who are Mm -hmm. like, I don't have time to eat my food slowly. I don't have time to eat. Like I don't have, you know, just really similar to me. And so I knew Mm -hmm. that if you had helped so many women like me, that you could you could help me. You could feel me. You could understand my yes. unique challenges and really like work one-on-one with me. So I have to say though, like my experience to, I don't want to be dramatic, but like <laughs> it was kind of life-changing because okay, we're going to start, we're going to start the, the digestive talk, but yes. my whole life I've had issues with my digestion. Mm-hmm. Take that how you will, but I need to know that there's a restroom close by wherever I'm at, let's just put it that way. And, you know, despite eating paleo and cutting out major food groups and doing all these things and having elimination diets, like it's just always been that way. And so through working with you and doing really specific testing, a really individualized gut health protocol with supplements that were tailored to me, we figured out what was going on and it was so cool. It took a lot of commitment, which I think most people that are kind of at the end of their rope at this point, they're like ready to to do the thing. And through the testing, we found out that I had like H. pylori and some gut dysbiosis and, you know, a multitude of different things, but you were just able to guide me so gracefully through that whole process. And, you know, I think I was worried mostly like, I don't want to be like restricted. I don't want it to be this black and white thing. Cause I've also had issues with with just food issues, like eating disorders and really black and white thinking in the past. Right. And you were just able to guide me through that. So I don't know what the word is. So gracefully is the best word I can, I can describe it. And oh, yeah, I like to say, I'm like your hype woman and your yes. NTV over here. <laughs> I know most of our chats via Voxer was you just being like, this is okay. Like you're okay. You mm-hmm. got this, you know, giving me obviously insight into different things that we had to navigate as like things were healing, but for the most part, just being like, you could do this, you got it, like stick with it. And that was so, so valuable. So anyways, I'm happy to say that like, it really, cause the coolest part about working with you is, you know, we do that first initial giant questionnaire. Yeah. Yeah. Giant questionnaire. And it kind of shows you, it's really cool to me that you can take that information and kind of put it in graph form, but it shows you Mm -hmm. like your, like, problem areas essentially. And then when we did it at the end, I was honestly so shocked because it's one of those, yes, I was, 
Cause you're living it every day. And of course you're like, I feel better, but it's so, mm-hmm. to me, it was like so incremental that it wasn't, I was like, I don't know. I don't know if I'm really better, but of course I was. <laughs> and when it was like graphed on the chart, I was like, wow, this is incredible. So anyways, all that to say, I love you. I adore you. I shout your praises from the rooftops. And if anyone ever asks me about like <laughs> my experience, I'm like, you have to go to Diane. <laughs> She's oh. incredible. So I thank you. I appreciate thank you. you. Oh yeah. my gosh. And thank you so much for having me and for trusting me to play a small part on your health journey. I say that because you had done so much before and made so many great wins and progress before we had worked together. And so I like to see myself not as a coach, but as you're a cheerleader alongside you and here are these tools and like giving you the tools that you can use wherever you are in your journey. And you probably recall this too. I'll say the perfect plan isn't the one that I write for you. It's not just me telling you what's up. Here's what you're going to follow Jess, but what do you have capacity for and what are you able to do? And so in that way, I like to be a partner in the journey and just so grateful that I was able to yours too. Oh, it was amazing. I just, <laughs> I'm like, Tim was asking me the other day, like, how do you feel? I'm like, I still feel really great. And I've started kind of playing with reintroducing like high quality dairy. We found like a local dairy Ooh. farmer that like does raw milk and cheese and heavy cream and Yum. things are going well. So back on wood, I'm, that's the really cool part. Like we healed and now it's like, you know, playing with that, where you're you're kind of living your day-to-day life is now. It's like, okay, can you occasionally have some of the things that maybe were causing upset or digestive issues before, before you healed? Absolutely. So this has been fun, that like exploratory process, which I've never actually stuck, stuck with very well. Mm -hmm. I feel like I'm still in a good place with that. So Good. I'm having some coffee with some whole milk in it right now. And like when you were telling your story about needing to know where the bathroom was or historically having years of gut issues. Oh, I felt that so hard. And that's one of the reasons I went into this work was, I know what bubble guts, that's what I call it. Bubble guts (laughs) feels like, or having a one-sided relationship with dairy. I'm like, I love dairy. Why doesn't she Mm. like me back? (laughs) So we're we're finally successfully together and enjoying this whole milk. (laughs) The relationship is mutually (laughs) adoring. Why doesn't she follow me back? I love that so much. Well, okay. I I wanted to share my story a little bit to kind of segue into this whole concept because I think, and we talked about this when I initially started working with you, it's like a lot of times people will think backwards. And Mm -hmm. I think we start to address some of the symptoms in like kind of a band-aid type of way when we start the work on our own and through working with you and like kind of digging to like the root cause essentially, which is your, your program. It's like, Oh, a lot of these symptoms that I'm seeing, like, I don't just need a better hand lotion to fix my Mm -hmm. eczema. Like there's a root cause. And a lot of that is tied to our gut health. Yeah. And so my hope today is we can share about the importance of gut health as maybe the starting point for a lot of people versus the last, like the last ditch effort to like figure out what's going on. Does that make sense? Yes, absolutely. I love that. You know, I'm all about it. Gut <laughs> is where I like to start. Even when people think that they don't have, I'm mm-hmm. using air quotes, gut issues as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we're going to be talking about that today. We're going to talk about why your gut health matters, how to determine if you need help getting yours back on track, because some people are like, I think I'm fine, but yet they have, they don't poop. <laughs> they poop like mm-hmm. once a week and they're like, oh, I'm fine. And we'll talk about, you know, 
things to look out for that may be signs that you might need a little extra help and how tackling this kind of like lead domino of, of gut health can really impact all the other areas of health and wellness in your life. So I'm really excited. So to kick us off, tell us a little bit more about yourself, how you found your passion and how you got to where you are and why this is the thing that like keeps you moving forward. Like why you have to help women get their health and wellness back on track. I love it. Thank you. So the spark notes are, as I mentioned, I had gut issues and what I described as a cranky skin as a teenager where I would frequently break out. I thought, all right, well, we're just not going to drink dairy, not eat cheese unless I'm in the comfort of home. Ooh, we're going, we're going deep. And I always loved cooking. I always loved I always loved food and that's been a big passion perhaps too for my upbringing. I'm half Filipina and that is a love language in our household, always trying to feed others. And so through college, I thought, okay, what can I do that's practical? I don't really want to go into medicine. I want to do something creative. So after I left undergrad, I actually went into working at a plastic surgery office, doing graphic design, social media. I loved skincare and I had access to all kinds of incredible skincare options, but my skin was still kind of acting out. I also had hormonal migraines and still the gut issues in the background, but I kind of accepted as normal or would take daily Tums. I I now have, if you follow me on Instagram, my purse meat, so jerky and things that I bring with me. But in another life, it was Tums, it was antacids or acid reducers to deal with reflux and, and such. So there was a lot going on there. And then I moved on to an ad agency, but shortly before my wedding, I was unexpectedly let go. But at the same time, although it was a big transition period and a stressful and exciting time, I thought this is a sign. I wasn't really happy in the ad world. It was very fast paced. I consider myself a very driven person, but I just wasn't fulfilled. So I enrolled in a nutritional therapy certification program two weeks before my wedding. <laughs> and I actually was like reading ahead and got caught up after my wedding and didn't look back. So I just dove into it and I thought, I want to work for myself. But somewhere along there, I got connected with Liz Wolf, our mutual friend. She's amazing and worked for her for a bit and eventually went off on my own. But I, around the same time was kind of using myself as a guinea pig, like doing elimination diets or learning about the gut, about gut health. And just had, I remember this aha moment. I remember I was listening to a podcast or through some reading and some of my own protocol I was doing with someone I was working with at the time and thought, what, how did I not know this? I really thought that I might have to take antacids and acid reducers indefinitely or that my hormonal migraines, I cut them cyclically right before my period or my withdrawal bleed from my, from the pill, another topic entirely would stop, would start every month. And I was like, I, this can't be normal. I cannot feel like this. And once I started to see these big improvements in my health, with my gut, with those, with my skin, eventually improving through all of that root cause work, I thought I want to share this with more women. I know that other women are going through things like this, or maybe did not have the opportunity to learn about the messages that their body sends them. And so that is, oh, it just fires me up. And I love helping women learn about their body so that they can have results well beyond their program with me. And that will take them through not only for results for themselves, but for their household, for their loved ones. It's just this ripple effect that I love seeing people experience. 
Oh my gosh. Yeah. And I, I can only, I mean, as an N equals one experience experiment, I can look at my own life and how it's impacted my health and wellness, not just, you know, the physical part, but like the emotional and mental part and how that also ripples out into my family. I mean, there's so many ways that that like kind of manifests itself. Absolutely. And that's powerful. That is, yeah, you're doing, you're doing really, really, really important work. And I'm so glad that I'm so glad this is your passion because someone's got to be, someone has to be passionate about this. <laughs> it opens up so much more to yourself, right? There, we know that there's so much about the, your gut and your, the gut to brain connection and, and how many of your mood receptors are made there. And if you are listening to this and like Jess and I, in, in former time had had to know where the bathroom is, or maybe it's this sick cycle where your, your gut starts to hurt and then you, or your stomach starts cramping up. You could feel something brewing. Then you start to feel or experience anxiety. And it just would be this cycle that I just did not want to accept anymore. And you had to get to the bottom of bottom of it. Yes. And it's one of those things. It's like, I feel like it's so common, but doesn't necessarily mean it's normal. And I feel like there's some, probably a ton of listeners out there being like, well, yeah, like I've got to know where the bathroom is too. Or on the flip side, we haven't even talked about the opposite end of the spectrum, which is constipation, which is like, well, I don't have to know where the bathroom is because I don't go to the bathroom that often. Yeah, I hear that so often. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I'm so glad that you're here to share your wisdom with us. And I'm so glad that, you know, I don't wish those that type of journey on anyone really where it's like I went through my own struggles, but that's really how most of the best teachers get to teaching other people is they've experienced it themselves and they like vow that they're going to help other women avoid this or change their lives. So yes, love that story. Okay. So you're ready to dive into kind of, I have tons of questions, Let's even though I've it. worked with you, I still <laughs> like, I just love this topic. So you're ready to dive into the meat. Mm-hmm. All right. So I know there's probably a handful of people out there that are also like, okay, gut health, like air quotes, like it's kind of a buzzy word. <laughs> we'll talk about it a lot, but what does it really mean to you to, to actually have a healthy gut? Mm-hmm. Well, for me, to me, it's a practice, right? Cause we're not going to get this place where we've arrived because everything's always in flux in motion. And there are always these different stressors, many of which we cannot control, but it's a practice of how can we come back to the basics and nourish ourselves through food, through lifestyle, through stress management? All of those things are going to affect us, our gut and beyond. But some of the basic signs of, a, of or things to look for or to work towards for a healthy gut is, does your food sit well in your stomach? Do you feel good? Do you have an appetite? Does it feel comfortable after you eat and you have an appetite in the morning? You don't feel cramping or regular bloat, especially that uncomfortable bloat that maybe or perhaps just increases over the course of the day. I hear this often from new clients is, all right, I feel all right in the morning, but throughout the day, it just seems to build and feel uncomfortable. Are you able to eliminate, to poop? daily and easily. And it doesn't feel like anyone watches Parks and Rec and remembers Andy <laughs> Dwyer. He's like, it's like, there's a marker up there. I just wipe my wipe off. It's still there. Oh, we're going deep. <laughs> but I'm like, do you have marker poop or no? So we want it to be easy. And other signs of a healthy gut, how does your skin feel? Does it feel radiant and glowing from within? Or does it feel dry? Or there's outward signs of inflammation, whether that is our breakouts or maybe eczema, psoriasis, other things that can clue into some internal inflammation and opportunities in the gut, which we can talk about too. 
And so those are some of the main signs of healthy gut, but also to things like you don't have as many reactive foods. You can tolerate foods like dairy, high quality dairy without consequence or side effect. So that's kind of what we were talking about earlier. And also to one thing that people might not think of often is seasonal allergies. Historically, I had such terrible stuffy noses, sinus, sinus issues. And that was kind of a slow change, but that also clues us into the health of the gut with allergies and but both environmental and reactive foods or food sensitivities. Hi friends, Laura here with a quick break to tell you a little bit about one of our absolute favorite products and companies. Our friends at Paleo Valley are on a mission to help people reclaim vibrant health, providing products that prioritize nutrient density in an industry that prioritizes everything else. They believe that every dietary choice and every added ingredient is a powerful opportunity to love and care for ourselves. And we couldn't agree more. I love the Organ Complex and C-Serum for everyday holistic health support. And the beef and turkey sticks are our favorite travel essentials when we're out in the van. And right now we are digging the super greens. They're organic, they're non-GMO, and they contain the actual ingredients that you can use that aren't going to cause inflammation. And right now you can get 15% off of your Paleo Valley order with the code MODERNMAMAS. Check it out. Uh, do you ever see this? And I think we actually talked about this like early on with our session. like. I feel like, and there are people in my, in my immediate family and like friend circle that still kind of consume what I would call the standard American diet. They're like, you know, eating out fast food frequently. They eat gluten, dairy, conventional dairy, like all the things. And they seem to be totally fine. At least, I mean, we haven't had like a deep conversation about their like digestive habits, but like (laughs) they seem to be totally fine. And they'll oftentimes, it felt like ignorance was bliss. So Mm -hmm. I think about like before I started paleo or started to pay attention to like how I felt, I was like thinking I probably, I don't know, it felt like everything was, was okay. And when I, when I finally started like digging in, it's like, oh, I'm finding all these things. Like, do you ever see that? Like. Yes, absolutely. You know, do you know what I'm saying? Or I'm trying Mm -hmm. to ask, I don't know if I'm being clear. No, I I think I'm picking up what you're putting down. I've actually had a few clients and I work mostly with women, but occasionally work with couples. And so a couple of male clients. And I notice with the men, sometimes they're like, I didn't realize what I was accepting as, oh, that's just how it is. Or Mm -hmm. I didn't realize from another another female client, she said, I didn't realize how poorly I felt until I didn't feel that way anymore. Mm. And another who said, I didn't realize I was bloated all the time. She thought that maybe she just had stubborn weight, but she had a lot of inflammation. And so she said, I just, I didn't realize that I could feel so much better. So sometimes there is, we might be out of touch with our symptoms and that's not to shame anyone whatsoever, but just maybe not knowing what else is possible. Right. And we hear so much of, I see all these memes all the time of, Oh, I'm 30 now. And my back hurts and my stomach hurts and (laughs) things like that. I'm like, Oh, wait, that is not normal. But others certainly might show inflammation in other ways. So I, we both have experienced gut issues and our gut is very noisy, lets us know. (laughs) But for others, maybe it is some skin thing, skin issues that they might not connect, or they might have inflammation and otherwise joint pain that can still clue us back into opportunities in the gut. Definitely. When you have full body joint pain, I've seen that with some clients who eliminated some of their reactive foods after we did testing and they're like, oh, that joint pain went away as we work on healing the integrity of their gut and so on. So there's some other signs too, but they might not be as obvious as those gut symptoms. 
Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes total sense. And I can attest to the fact that like, there are even things like I knew my gut, obviously entering into working with you. I was like something, there's something there, but I didn't now having like kind of healed a lot of that. Mm -hmm. I recently have like tried, I mean, I ate like some things that I was like, oh, I'm just going to have this like candy, like conventional candy, like, you know, some things that like were on my like reactive food list. I wanted to try again. It was crazy how I could really see almost like direct correlation. Like I ate this thing that I knew probably was, could potentially like cause some sort of reaction. And almost immediately within the hour, I was like bloated. I was Mm. having like, you know, digestive upset and you know, like for me, that's really what most of my symptoms start to manifest as, but like the inflammation that you're talking about, it's like, I haven't, you know, gained any weight, but like, I'm Mm -hmm. looking at myself. I'm like, Oh my gosh, like my hands are like 10 times bigger. Like they're just feeling inflamed. And so, but like, I guess to your point, it's like before I just would eat those things and like, just never have that connection, I guess. And now post that whole healing protocol, it's so much easier to spot. I'm like, well, I guess I probably really, cause there are some things you're like, okay, worth it. I'm going <laughs> to, I'm going to yes. eat this cause it's so amazing. And there are other things where you're like, okay, that Snickers bar or that Snickers piece of candy or whatever, it just wasn't worth it for me. Cause now I'm like, And I love that you said that too. And something I wish for all my clients to experience is, especially if they came from history of revolving door elimination diets, or I call them mostly 30s. We're like, well, I'm going to kind of do this in January, but then we're (laughs) going to reintroduce pizza. It has a lot of stuff at the end. So then you're like, wait, which one was Mm -hmm. causing the issue? But what I want for people to experience is, all right, we're going to get to a place where we can unburden the body from a lot of these physical stressors. And then maybe there is a time where we're like, Hey, I really want whatever that food was that might be, I'm using air quotes off plan, but it's worth it because food nourishes us beyond that nutrient level. And so sometimes that discomfort, okay, we'll take it as information and not that we did a bad thing. And so by doing that, our healing program together, that helps you raise your resilience. And it might seem to some like, well, I used to eat this food. Like, well, I'm just going to use fast food, uh, fast food. Or maybe I used to have these loft house cookies with gluten, flour, or you know, sugar, and it used to be fine. But now I'm having this reaction much faster. And so it feels like I'm backsliding. But what I can, what I often see is that on testing, the intestinal health markers might've been really engaged. And so perhaps you couldn't mount a reaction to that food before you were still reactive to that food or those foods, but now your body's like, Whoa, hold on. Yeah. (laughs) You know, so that's something I like to clarify as well. Yeah. That makes so much sense. Okay. So you had mentioned, you kind of like went through the the list of like, can be related to skin. It can be related to like your actual mental health. It can be related to, you know, X, Y, Z. So can you talk to us maybe a little bit more in depth, maybe the biggest systems that you see, maybe markers that your gut health is really directly correlated with. So for instance, like I said, like mm-hmm. your mental health or your digestive tract or your skin, like what are kind of the major ones and how does that work? Like, why, why is it connected? Cause the body seems so complex to me, but we know obviously through research and, and science and experimentation that they are connected. So an example of gut health being connected to say our mood is 
When you're eating your food, we want a really acidic environment in the stomach. And so what that does is helps us break down food, but it also helps neutralize any for any invaders, any yuck that we don't want to throw a party further south in our gut. <laughs> so the stomach is kind of like a first defense as well against those invaders, but the acidity in the stomach will help us break down our protein that we eat from our food. And then we'll be able to we should be able to utilize that and to make neurotransmitters. So those are what help us build a good, happy mood. And so most of those are made in the gut. And that is what I'm talking about when we say that gut to mood connection. So if you are not able to properly break down, digest and absorb your food, you might not be able to utilize those important nutrients and to make those important neurotransmitters. So that's an example of that gut to mood connection. Another example of how your gut and specifically your gut microbiome or where, and that's found in our large intestine, that last part of our GI tract mm -hmm. that's connected to skin health in many ways in that there's a lot of dysbiosis, a lot of the opportunistic or what we some say the bad bacteria, we have an overgrowth there. And so that can cause inflammation, but also cause us to perhaps be constipated, not eliminate completely. And when we don't, we aren't able to poop regularly, what happens is toxins and also excess hormones, estrogen are going to be recirculated throughout the body and that will drive hormonal imbalance, can drive inflammation. And so for some, if they experience skin issues, they might experience that outwardly. So Whenever there is a skin concern, and this person has also worked on really high quality topical pro topical approach, that is very, very important as well. I want to look inward and see what's going on in her gut and how we can support that healing alongside what she's doing topically as well. Wow. So yeah, it's it's really, it's just mind-blowing. I'm sure we can do a whole other episode bet between just really diving into like that gut-brain connection because it's yeah. just like, it is mind-blowing to me. And I know, I mean, maybe you can speak to this. The gut dysbiosis part is also mind-blowing to me because I'm thinking obviously, so we're born with our gut, like the microbiome. Is that yes. correct? Yes. And then how does it become so out of whack? Like I know I have, I've read like many studies, like even like through the birth process, right? Like you're being mm -hmm. delivered through the vaginal canal. If you were born vaginally, like you start to pick up some of the, like the, the bacteria from like the mom and like, you know, good things and bad, like, yeah. how does it get to the point? Like, for instance, we'll speak to mine where there was some bacteria, like quote unquote, bad bacterial overgrowth. Mm -hmm. And I know like in my life I've had rounds of antibiotics and, you know, different yes. things, but like, what are usually the most common ways that we see that dysbiosis manifest? Yeah. So our gut microbiome, it will be shaped like you were saying through, through mom's microbiome and through the food that we eat, there's bacteria everywhere. And so in this, in the soil, in the food, we, we are encountering pathogens, both bacteria, viruses all the time. And so we're never going to be without those and may have heard too that we have more bacterial cells than human cells. There's oh there's gosh. there are a lot of a lot of bacteria, good, bad, and I don't even like to call them good or bad. As you may recall yeah. on the your test, it was commensal and or good, and the others that just kind of hang out there. And then there are some that are opportunistic. They're not bad, but we don't want them to party. 
So some things that can disrupt that gut, gut microbiome or cause that dysbiosis, which is the imbalance of the good, I'm using air quotes, good to bad bacteria can be stress. It all comes down to stress, but both physical. So maybe that is having lower gut function, not digesting food well, or eating reactive foods or lower poor quality foods. Maybe you're, someone is heavily into the standard American diet right now, or eating fast foods, processed oils. Those things are very stressful and inflammatory in the gut. And that will trickle down, which we'll get into in a sec. But also too, if you've had recurring rounds of antibiotics, I know as a child, I had lots of ear infections, mm -hmm. sinus infections, and as you're mentioning at the beginning of our recording, H. pylori, and conventionally the approach for that was to take lots of antibiotics, which if you've ever taken antibiotics for anything in your woman, maybe you've experienced diarrhea or a lot of women will experience yeast infections, other things like that, that cause us in that the gut is like, whoa, we've wiped out not only the I'm using air quotes again, the bad guys, but also the good bacteria too. And so that can really shift that terrain. And what we want to do is to be introducing a variety of good bacteria and those helpful microorganisms that can support better health. And so something to note too, with the gut microbiome and, and dysbiosis is we don't just want to focus on probiotics because as I mentioned that that gut microbiome, your large intestine, that's the last stretch of your GI tract. But what about the rest of it? Mm -hmm. So my approach is working mouth to tail, like top to bottom. So it's not like we're just going to throw water here on this on this fire. We got to stop the source. We got to stop, stop the source and support the function and the healing as well. Yeah. And I love that. And I can attest to that. You know, of course, in my own protocol, it was, you know, we talked about different things. It's like, okay, I eat so dang fast and like it probably, yes, a probiotic is great, but like, if I'm not starting that, that digestive process mm -hmm. before the, the food even hits my mouth, we're doing a disservice, right? If we don't address it from the very first time I pick up my fork or before, mm -hmm. even before that, you know, we talk about how to kind of get into that digestive state. Mm -hmm. I'll be honest. Like I used to eat just like standing up at the kitchen counter and like shoveling food into my mouth while sometimes even like working <laughs> like on my computer, we've all been there, <laughs> <laughs> you know, multitasking at its finest, but it's like, had I just kind of thrown in a probiotic, I still think it would have been helpful, but it mm -hmm. wouldn't have really yes. solved the problem. Do you know yes, what I mean? totally. It still would have been helpful. And, and I certainly have many clients who are like, I have a probiotic. And so that's one piece of the puzzle. puzzle. It is a good one. But the, like you're saying, those habits are still so important. And I know it sounds so simple when we hear it like, okay, I know I need to, to slow down, but I under, also understand it can take some unlearning if historically you've always eaten fast. Or I'm thinking of my dad who was former military. Mm -hmm. I mean, he eats in like three minutes. <laughs> Because they have to, right? Like right. that way. And I think we even talked about this. I know a lot of our listeners are mamas, yes. but like, I think I started that fast pace of eating when I started, when I had kids, cause it was like, mm -hmm. oh my gosh, the baby's going to wake up any second or I'm holding a kiddo while I'm trying to eat. And I yes. want this, like, I want to free up my hand as fast as possible. Like I just remember, you know, being out to eat even 
with young kiddos and it's like, oh my God, this, yeah, they're on the to, move. yeah, they're on the move and we need to get through this meal as fast as possible. So I feel like a ton of our mamas can probably resonate with that. Yeah. And I'm glad that you brought that up just because a lot of my clients are, are mamas and I know, you know, they're doing the best with the time that they have, what, like when kiddos climbing around or maybe stealing things off their plate and yeah. bed is better than perfect ultimately, but where can you bring some more slow down, where can you slow down more with meals? Whether that is maybe at your lunch where kiddos are at school and you know that you typically will take that lunch while you're responding to emails. And chances are no one's going to die if you don't respond to that email right now. <laughs> like how can you start with giving yourself five, 10 minutes away from those screens? And if you otherwise don't have much control over the pace, how can you take some time to recenter? So we talked about that digest state or the rest and digest state that's best for digestion. How can you take some deep belly breaths? So filling up that belly first before your shoulders rise, if gratitude or prayer is in your practice, something that can help you switch from fight or flight, or many of us in these this modern time sit in stew mode into a state that supports digestion, right? Because hundreds of years ago, we might've just had to worry about running from a predator. Where's our next meal going to come from? But now that predator might be those emails, deadlines, bills, other things. So a lot of us are spending a lot of time in that chronic stress. So where can we bring more consciousness and attention to the presence so that we can have a better meal? Yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm thinking of many people who are like surfing Instagram while they're eating, no judgment. Cause like I yeah. have done it and still do it occasionally, but it's like, and that can be such a stressful place nowadays. And it's like, okay, mm-hmm. we're literally like feeding ourselves stress via like the information that we're taking in while we're trying to like physically feed ourselves. And like, I can just imagine it's like two warring systems. Right. I call it doom scrolling. Yeah, (laughs) definitely. That's an accurate description. If you're watching puppy videos while you eat, maybe that's a little (laughs) different story than watching, watching the news or people fight in Facebook comments. <laughs> New life goal, watch puppy videos while more than doom scrolling. Yes. You can't be bad if you're watching puppy videos. I just, no. I firmly believe that. <laughs> Impossible. <laughs> okay. So this is kind of a, a threefold question that's asking essentially the same thing, but talk to you, you kind of ran through some things that the gut health is connected to, but talk to us about some of the major things, signs that your gut health is out of whack, that your digestive system, you know, to look for that maybe it's signaling that things are off. What can those red flags or what do you typically see in your practice that those red flags are? Yeah, that's a good question. So some of the most common signs we covered a little bit ago, you might have these overt or experience these over symptoms like diarrhea or inconsistencies in BM. So diarrhea or constipation, maybe you alternate between the two. I hear that often as well, or you have some, you eat some foods and you have some foods will, will cause urgency for you. So eat them and Oh, got to poop that kind of feeling. I also will hear from women who maybe had a similar experience to you, Jess, where they have gone paleo-ish or they've done elimination diets in the past and they're eating healthy foods, a lot of real whole foods, but they still don't feel well eating those things. Or maybe they're seeing undigested food in their stool. And so they feel like, man, I'm doing things right, but why is my gut still off? And so that's a sign that maybe we need some more functional support and to dig into that gut health further. 
other things, acid reflux or heartburn. Those are really, I hear that often from new clients where they feel that backflow or just frequently burping, that burning. Those are some signs. Also too, some something that people might not be aware of is if you have irregular or difficult cycles or periods. So I always, whenever a woman comes to me and she's, she wants to improve her, her period, her cycle, her fertility, I always want to look at what's going on in the gut. Because as I mentioned earlier, if you're not pooping, we're not getting that estrogen out of the body and that can drive those hormonal imbalances that are very common too. So those are some examples, other signs to frequent bloat. I know that it is again, common to be bloated and uncomfortable that it's not normal. And so if you feel that difficult cramping or bloating daily, or you have tough gas or gas, you'll gas out your partner. (laughs) But I saw a meme and it was like, if she farts like that again, I'm going to call the police. (laughs) And I was like, they need to call me and no shame. Like, you know, that we're going to make poop jokes here. (laughs) Of course. I love a good poop meme. (laughs) So those are some obvious signs that your gut needs some help. I think those are, those are the biggest ones I hear most of. And I would say, yeah, like check, I personally checked a lot of those boxes when I came to you on the flip side. Well, okay. So let's back up a little bit. Why do most people reach out to work with you and how do you kind of prioritize that work with your clients? So like, I'm sure Mm -hmm. many people are, they might be coming for gut stuff. Maybe they're coming for like hormonally related issues, or they want to get to the bottom of food or Mm -hmm. lifestyle. I mean, there's all of these factors and I'm just fascinated by how you as a professional prioritize that and see the best results. Like what, what, what do you, what's your process there? Yes, that's a good question. So I well, I work with women in my group program, but also one-on-one and testing. But what I've moved towards now and seem to be the most helpful is even if someone has done on their own things like elimination diets or perhaps done some of their their own food and lifestyle changes, moving to something that's more real whole foods based, I still want them to come back to the basics, the nutritional therapy way. And when I say that, I mean, we're working north to south, mouth to tail and working on improving function, supporting that healing and rebalancing of the gut before we do testing. Because Testing, I like to reserve when we have, we feel like we've ex- exhausted other other routes. So like you were mentioning before, you had done some other testing and you have done a lot of that work. So we were like, let's see what opportunities lie in testing or what, what your gut receipts are going to show. But oftentimes, even women who have done a lot of that other work, done elimination diets, would still benefit from coming back to the basics that I do in my group program. And we bring in target certain targeted supplements and really work on her gut function and healing first before testing. Cause that makes that protocol a lot less involved when she, once she gets to that testing, does that make sense? Yeah. And I guess that also kind of answers my next question was like, I know a lot of people are like me and they're like, I can figure this out on my own, at least at first. And they start, you know, doing kind of like the patchwork, like I'm going to get this test on my own and I'm going to try this elimination diet. How can that Kind of, and and I get that because for me, like part of it was like financial. It's like okay, I'm gonna try this like affordable, like low cost, no cost, like just bootstrap it. How can that make it longer (laughs) 
process, you know, like how does that make it more difficult in the overall healing process when we kind of try and piecemeal our own health together? Yeah. So I like to tell my clients and, and so many of them are like you, like such driven women and a lot of them work for themselves. So like, Hey, I'm a goal getter. I can figure this out. I'm smart. And yes, you are. But I like to also tell them like, you've got a lot on your plate and you can do everything, but not all at once. And I've been there too, where I would crowdsource. I would ask people what they tried, but everyone, everybody is so different. In nutritional therapy, we operate by the concept of bio-individuality. So different strokes for different folks with what they need for their healing journey. But there still are some key principles that we use with nutritional therapy that I like to have them come back to. And so that they not, they aren't wasting their resources. When I say that time, energy, and money, I like to keep things really efficient. And so that is why I like to work top to, bo- top to bottom, mouth to tail. And that just really, I believe, streamlines your efforts and maximizes them. So sometimes women will come to me and say, I, I this hormone test or I'm doing blood work and more information is great. And if you can get those tests, okay. But before reaching for those or I like to say before you reach for those or alongside doing those tests, have we come back to adjusting food, lifestyle? Otherwise, it's just counterproductive, I feel, right? So you asked earlier about why start with the gut instead of going straight for hormones. We cannot have healthy hormones and healthy cycle and fertility if the body doesn't feel safe. And we do that by lowering stressors by making sure that she is nourished, that she's pooping, that she's sleeping, right? Because we can't, if we're not sleeping, if we're not managing our stress or we're under eating, that these are a lot of things that I see often, then the body does not feel safe and we cannot have healthy hormones and cycles, or we cannot have healthy hormones if we don't balance our blood sugar and aren't eliminating and supporting the liver. So all of that and if you if you've shown your your knack that graph that you mentioned before, I show left to right how digestion's on that left side, and that's why we really start there because that is that alongside the basics of eating and sleeping will help us in turn work on hormone health. Yeah. Ah, don't mind me, just getting my hydration on. <laughs> <laughs> As much as I make sleep and movement and eating nourishing foods a priority in my life, the one thing I always struggle with is getting enough water in my day. Since I got back into regular exercise and heavy lifting, I've started using Element electrolytes in my water to encourage me to drink more. As the weather heats up and my sweating kicks into high gear really just by going outside in Texas, not only do I need the water, I need the salt, the magnesium, and the potassium too. Not gonna lie, we've also been known to make a mean margarita with the citrus salt flavor. Oh yeah, us too. So delicious. A little bit of kombucha, a little bit of citrus salt, a little tequila, hard to go wrong. That said, we more often use it for our adventures. So for instance, I will fill a water bottle with water and a packet of electrolytes when we go out on our long hikes, our big adventures. And even when I'm traveling, whether in the van or flying, it just it's so important to keep that hydration and to keep those essential minerals in our bodies all the time. And every single morning I start my day with the raspberry electrolyte drink before coffee, before anything else. And I really feel like I've noticed a huge difference in my overall energy and overall hydration throughout the day. That's amazing. And one of the best parts is you can try it totally risk-free. If you don't like it, share it with a salty friend and they'll give you your money back. No questions asked. I mean, that is the kind of customer service that we need in our lives. Absolutely. 
And because we love Element Electrolytes so much, our community members can claim a free Element sample pack, which is seven packets, one of each flavor. And all you have to do is cover the cost of shipping, which is $5 for US customers. All you do is go to drinklmnt.com forward slash modern mamas to claim your freebie and try out our new favorite way to stay hydrated. We hope you love it. Stay salty, friends. Just hearing you talk about it, it's like, like you said, a lot of us are intelligent enough to really attempt to try and figure this out, but there's so much to it as well that I think for me, I've tried multiple times on my own, but it got so overwhelming because Mm -hmm. it was like, okay, like I can do this, but then something else would fall off. And it was like, just kind of like that whack-a-mole game, you know, where you're like, okay, I'm going to sleep. And then, okay, maybe I'm going to try this. And it just became so much. And I, what I loved most about your approach was it's like, okay, we're going to look at everything big picture. We're going to really focus on the, that lead domino, like you said, where if we really focus on this, everything downwind will hopefully improve, but it wasn't just about the supplements or the food or the testing. There was also a lot of lifestyle stuff. And I think most most people are like, yeah, yeah, I got lifestyle. Like you need to sleep. You need to, you know, I don't even know, like have a gratitude practice. Like people have yeah. these general concepts, but I loved that you really broke those down individually in a more, in a deeper level and, and the whys and why they're so important. And it just felt so much less overwhelming when you had someone in your corner guiding you. It's like, because a lot of the stuff you would say, it was like, okay, I think I know that, but like, <laughs> this coming from you, it just, it had more, more power for some reason. So. Oh, good. And zooming out is. Yeah. Zooming out is, is important. I think it is. And this is an, and certainly when we do a testing protocol, like what we, you and I did, that is more involved. And that's why I don't just order tests and send someone on their way or do intensives really where someone's like, all right, here's or I give someone their results and a plan and send them on their way because there are questions and there are, and we need support when we're doing something like that. And so that's why I like to work one-on-one with those, with functional lab tests. But beyond that, I really want women to know if they're listening to this, that this is an invitation to do less and to be more, to work smarter, not harder. Mm -hmm. Right. And so when you have a clear strategy, a proven strategy that works and can really come back to the basics in a different way. And with the lens of I'm doing this to support my overall health and to understand my body for the long haul, that means that later other things can fall away like fads and quick fixes because quick fixes never work. But one thing I'd say a lot of my, my clients have in common is they come to me because they are at their wits end or they're just or other times they're not. And they're maybe entrepreneurs or women who work for themselves. And they're like, listen, I like efficiency <laughs> and I don't want to be on this health hamster wheel anymore. I want to maximize my resources. Again, the time, energy, and financial investment sometimes. So they decide that they want a more clear plan. Yeah, absolutely. And I would say that was 100% the reason I was like, I can't do this anymore. I need clarity. And you absolutely provided that. So kind of rounding it out, I feel it's appropriate. I really want to talk about poo a little bit more. Yes. I just feel like it's one of those like taboo subjects kind of, but it's like such a good way to gauge your health. And so talk to us about the good, the bad, the ugly, like what are we, what are some different types of poo we might see mm-hmm. and what kind of <laughs> clues can that give to us? And what are we really looking for when it comes to the, to our 
our poop. <laughs> yes, I love it. And as I said, we, we can't be friends. We can't talk about poop. And <laughs> even though my clients know that gut health is my jam, so I'm like, oh, this may be TMI. I'm like, tell me the details. <laughs> I want to know. And I really want to normalize that because I mean, everyone does it. You know, a lot of mamas are listening to this. And I think, is that book, Everybody Poops, still Oh, yeah. for kiddos. Yeah, we have that that <laughs> book and we read it quite frequently. <laughs> yes. It it's a, such a good, it's such a good one. Or I think of and I think of my my pups when they go out, they kind of turn around and and look. And that's what I would invite you to do too, just to get to see what's going on there. So so let's get the the bad out of the way. So, or the things that we don't want, I should say. We're not gonna do this good or bad. But the things that we don't want is that urgency or if you're experiencing daily diarrhea or you're not going or eliminating every day, then that's something to work on. And constipation, I do hear that a lot. So what I qualify as constipation, constipation, constipation <laughs> is when you have less than one movement per day or it doesn't feel complete. So I used the parks and rec example earlier. If, if it doesn't feel like a full complete elimination, that is a sign you may be constipated or I call them rabbit rabbit pellets. So it's not a fully formed elimination can clue us in there. But also too, if you are noticing undigested food in the stool, everyone's going to see corn, but beyond that, are you seeing parts of your salad? Are you seeing other food? Is it floating? Or do you see mucus that can clue us into how well you're digesting or not digesting the fat that you eat? I mean, also similarly there, the urgency. So if you're eating and immediately in the bathroom, then that's a sign that maybe there's a reactive food or some food sensitivities going on. I will often hear that with coffee. Coffee is going to make you poop. Mm-hmm. So will coffee make you poop regardless of like your digestive health? Yeah, usually it's a diuretic and it's going to going to make you go. But if you're experiencing diarrhea cramping with that, then we want to look at the quality of the coffee. Also, how are you taking it? So, so a lot of my clients will notice that they tolerate coffee better if they add a protein, a fat and optional, maybe a little sweetener to it. So something like honey or maple syrup. And then they also don't get the jitters when they have their coffee that way. Another tip, have your coffee after or alongside your meal. That's another thing that I've seen will improve tolerance. But every now and then that also is a reactive food on the test, like the one that you and I did. Mm-hmm. No, I don't think we did an MRT, but that is one of the food sensitivity tests that will test caffeine and coffee. But back to poo. <laughs> so looking at <laughs> if you notice anything floating and don't be alarmed too, if you start incorporating beets and your stool is red, but we shouldn't also... We should not see any blood or anything there, but beets can certainly change that color. (laughs) Those are some of the common. Okay. Those are the common issues. And so regular poop is fully formed, soft-ish, easy to eliminate. (laughs) The the most like uh, un-teenage boy-like way to describe this process. I know I was like Uh, editing myself over here, Jess, because like I also have like a 12-year-old boy sense of humor. Which I think is fine. But so normal poop, regular once once a day is normal. One to three times. Yeah. Okay. Fully formed, easy to eliminate, all that it's jazz. Got edges. Yes. Okay. Deep to go. Sometimes my clients will text me and be like, I'm so proud of my poo right now. I'm, like, <laughs> I'm giving you a high five. <laughs> 
virtual high five. I love that. With with the Bristol charts, you Mm -hmm. can Google that and it'll show you the different little, usually little drawings, examples of what to look for. So three or a four on that chart is what you're looking for, that fully formed. And then it starts to go toward, if you're not, if you're constipated, you might see rabbit turds or it's pellets. How many different synonyms for poop can we say? I can only say eliminate so many times. I know. I love it so much. <laughs> but we're looking for, if you're constipated, you might notice those pellets or it's just more difficult or straining. And then on the opposite end, there's diarrhea, which I've called butt water. You're like, oh no, it's just total, total water. Or there's some that are maybe soft serve. And that is that could be telling us a little bit more too about something irritating the gut, whether that is a food that you're sensitive to, maybe you're all or maybe you're stressed. And sometimes there can be some dysbiosis or pathogens that will also change the way that you're pooping or what that looks like. Yeah. You know what? I have a personal request. I would love you to redo the Bristol chart with your descriptions. I would like it to be butt water and soft serve. <laughs> butt water? Have <laughs> you got a McDonald's ice cream cone in there? Actually, there's a, there is a Bristol chart that I'm working on with our friend Adina for our, our pot. So when that's out... I can't wait. send that to you. <laughs> it's going to be the best thing ever. I will share that far <laughs> and wide. Okay, great. I mean, honestly, I know we're kind of giggly about it, but I really think like if you if other people can see this as like just a really good tool for your own, yeah. like it's like okay, what's my poo like? Like, what's my digestive tract like? It's going to mm-hmm. give you clues and and answers and potential signs that like okay. I thought this was normal, but like, this is not normal clearly. So hopefully everyone will kind of take that information and use it to kind of go take stock of their own digestive practices, which is, is what we're here for. So, yeah. all right. Rounding it out. I feel like we could still, we could talk about poo forever, but yes, rounding it out, like what we, co- we covered a lot and there's a lot for people there to kind of digest and take in and and take stock of in their own life. But like, what is the most important thing you kind of want our listeners to leave with when it comes to gut health and taking charge of, of that if they need to? Yes. So what I wish for you is to learn the messages or learn how to understand the messages that your body is telling you. And that will help you move towards more sustainable results and health for the long haul. And I promise it feels so much more empowering when you approach your health in that way. And when you take care of your body and let her know that she's safe, then everything else will fall into place. And learning about your gut health can be fun. And that's what I hope to bring (laughs) here, that we can laugh about it and have fun because healing does not have to be difficult or boring and when we have fun with it, I I think that's just much better experience, right? So listen to your gut and be well. Listen to your gut literally and figuratively, which Mm -hmm. I love that so much. Thank you, friend. So where can we find you? I know you've got a lot of things in the works. Tell us how to connect with you. What programs do you have out? I know you even mentioned your podcast. So I really want an update on that because I don't think it's live yet, or maybe it is and I missed it. Yeah, so tell the, me all the things. Yeah. So let's start with the pod. Maybe by the time this airs, it is, it is live and it is aptly named, get your shit together. <laughs> I love it so much. And it is a digestible 
health and fitness podcast with my co-host and fellow NTP and RWP, Dina Rubin. She was also a strength coach. So we want to just bring some levity and, and fun to these conversations around health and healing. And I know that you'll love Adina as well. I think she's been on Modern she's been Mamas. On the, yeah, yes. she's been on the podcast too. She's so great. And so also where else you can find me? Instagram on story. You'll find me in my pug, Doug. So my handle there is Dite, D-I-T-E-A. And if you are interested in exploring more about your gut, your hormone health and beyond, then reach out to me there. You can find me on dietwellness.com. And I also am supporting clients through Root Cause Reset, which just mentioned. That is my signature nutritional therapy program where I teach you how your body should work, what can go awry, those symptoms that we kind of talked about here, and how to support it the nutritional therapy way. So we really dive deep into your intake forms and your assessments first before your program so that we can customize your track. And then you're joined with other like-minded driven women in our community and our coaching calls. So it's like a course meets coaching and community there. And that is just, oh, it's my baby. I love it. And I would love to see you inside. So hope you'll stay in touch. Don't be a stranger. Oh my gosh, y'all, you are doing amazing work. And I, you know, shameless plug, I did an, an Enneagram like yes. kind of mini course for your root cause reset program, all about health and wellness. And it I was, I just, I loved doing that. It was so much fun. So hopefully it's that's so been good. helpful for your peeps in that group as well. It has. And I'm going to toot your horn. So just did this, a class for my root cause reset women and some people who are not familiar with the Enneagram. And so they went through the the course that you made and also the test and we're like, this was so eye-opening and helped me understand myself and the way that you put the workbook together for them to to go through. It was just so, so, so helpful, especially on your heal- on healing journey, because people need different things and are motivi- motivated by different things in their healing. And so that was such an incredible resource. Thank you so much. It makes me so happy. It makes me so happy that it has a place to live and it will continue to help many people hopefully to come. So thanks for letting me do that. That was incredible. Yay. Thank you for having me. Yeah. This has been so great. And friend, I'm sure I will be asking you many more poop questions. <laughs> but thanks you guys for listening and tuning in. If you are loving what you're listening to, please rate and review us on iTunes. iTunes? Yes. Words are hard. <laughs> like what day is it? iTunes. You can find us on social media at Modern Mamas Podcast and feel free to email us anytime with questions or ideas at Podcast at gmail.com. Thanks guys. We'll talk later. Bye. Bye. I don't know what to say. Thanks for listening to our podcast. See you next time. Thanks for listening to our podcast. See you next time. Bye.